Have you ever aspired to one day live in a country that's not your own? I'm talking living over in South Africa if you're from Australia or living in Europe if you're from the United States. Pretty much anything along those lines um, is basically what the podcast we're talking about is all about today. Um, If you've ever heard of an expatriate, I believe is how it's pronounced, it is a person who lives in a different country um, from their citizenship. So that could be like an American living in Canada. Um, pretty much any of the examples that I listed is, is that. So we're going to be getting into that on today's edition of Podcast of the Day. You're listening to that show, Podcast of the Day, right here on Anchor. I'm your host, Grant, and we'll jump right into it. A sandwich you've probably never heard of before. The podcast we're talking about today is called Expat Sandwich. Um, and it, <laughs> I hope you liked my little dad joke there. Anyways, um, it, it, stacks, it, it obviously stands for expat, which would be an expatriate, which, again, is a person who lives in a different country, not of their own citizenship. And then sandwich, just because. Why not? No, I'm just kidding. But it's basically because people um, throw all, those, all these cultures into an area and and yeah, so um, the description of Expat Sandwich, which is hosted and produced and everything is done by Marty Walker, by the way. So shout out to Marty. Um, she's awesome. And I got to talk with her in an interview that'll be coming up later. But anyways, about the show, um, here's the description. Running from the law, looking for a place to retire or simply want to know what it's like to live in another country. Expat Sandwich features an eclectic range of expats sharing the best, the weirdest and the worst of living a Broad. So yeah, the focus is talking with all these people who live in all sorts of areas across the world. Um, so far, they've met people from France, Ecuador, Mexico, Berlin, New Zealand, Cape Town, Moscow, um, Germany, the the country in general, and then Belgium. So a wide range of places so far, and many yet to come. Um, so Marty's been working with every one of these people that come on the show um, from these certain areas, and you get to hear a little bit about where they're from, um, why they moved to a different area, and how it is over there, how life is in the country that they're living in now. It's really cool, um, and especially for people out there who love traveling and who are thinking about going abroad eventually one day. Um, This is going to be definitely a a podcast you're not going to want to miss. So let's listen to a couple of clips. I talked to so many people who picture the Sally Struthers commercials, you know, and the and they picture the orphans and they picture um, a lot of West Africa scenery. Today, so many children around the world still need your help. But that's that's not the part of the world that we live in. It's nothing like that. KFC is here. Um, McDonald's. I even think Domino's might be here. This is Expat Sandwich. I'm Marty Walker. For many of us in the West and of a certain age, our idea of Africa was baked in during early childhood through comic books and TV shows. And, of course, the pictures of nearly naked tribes in National Geographic magazine. When TV shows like Tarzan and Doctari came out, it took the idea of Africa and safari to a whole new level for this young generation. Doctari was about a veterinarian and his daughter running an animal study center. Daddy, he's cross-eyed. What's that? A cross-eyed lion. What's his name? Clarence, the cross-eyed lion. 
Okay. So flash forward to the 70s. I was totally glued to the television whenever Born Free would come on. And I, I could have sworn that my brother used to cry during the theme song. But my mom insists it was Lassie. She said that the theme to Born Free would make her cry. Born free, as free as the wind blows. And then as an adult, there's Meryl Streep in Out of Africa, Apartheid. Jane Goodall, Nelson Mandela, Ebola, Boko Haram, and the list goes on. As you can tell, the focus of this episode is going to be Africa, and more specifically, South Africa, and even more specific, Cape Town. Um, she, Marty talks to a person from Cape Town who has been living there for quite a while now, and they get to talk about how the experience is down there, and generally a lot of misconceptions about Africa um, and living there, and a whole lot of other things that are really important and cool to know. So. If you're ever looking to travel to South Africa, this is going to be one you're going to want to listen to. Um, but in general, it's really interesting. So here you go. I'm Brandy Taylor, and I've been living in Cape Town, South Africa since for almost a year, April 2016. So I met my husband um, back in 2005. And at the time, I was working for a boutique production company. Delta Airlines had a show called Delta's Departures, and it was very advertorial in content. And at the time, Delta had a code share with South African Airways, and I wanted to find some new business and a way to make a connection there um, by finding someone who is in uh, the safari business. Brandy makes an appointment with Will Taylor. He's the owner of Kashana Travel. I ended up going with one of the owners of the company to his um, his office. And while I was there, uh, he was giving me a tour and I looked around and saw that he had the same editing software suite that we had. And I said, wait, you're a travel company. Why do you have this? And he said, oh, well, you know, I've made like 20 movies for Nat Geo and Animal Planet and Discovery Channel. And so he had this whole other life before the travel business that was actually making wildlife films. Brandy and Will kept running into each other after that meeting and eventually ended up getting married. After 10 years of making countless trips from Dallas to Cape Town to run their safari business, they decided to make the move. So we made the decision in December of 2015, and we actually packed up and moved here in April of 2016. So it was pretty quick, us, uh, you know, selling our entire, you know, last 10 years of life together and um, in our cars. And we now have a three-year-old toddler. And so picking him up and moving him across the other side of the world has been, it's been pretty interesting. <laughs> You can check the rest of that episode on wherever you get your podcasts from. It is going to be episode six called Cape Town with Brandy Taylor. And from there, you can learn of the rest of what Brandy's story is all about and what she has to say about living in South Africa. Now, I, as I said before, I got to talk with Marty about doing the show and learning um, all of these things about traveling abroad and um, some of the experiences she's went through and what made her want to do the podcast in general. So um, we talked and here's what turned out of it. Well, my name is Marty Walker and I'm the host and producer of Expat Sandwich. Um, I'm just posting my, I guess, the ninth episode um, this weekend. And uh, the show is, is really about... Um, it, it sort of creates portraits of, 
of American expats, um, what their life is like living abroad. Um, I am mainly interested in these sort of cultural collisions that happen. Mm -hmm. And so um, I would say that, you know, there, there, there are these kind of personal, just sort of personal portraits. Um, I, I guess that I'm trying to think of like maybe how this came about. Um, the first time I traveled abroad, I didn't get to study abroad when I was in college. And mm. so um, I didn't go overseas for the first time until like I was in my 30s. And wow. Yeah. And I, I went to visit a friend in Prague, um, you know, the velvet curtain had fallen at that time. So this was like the early nineties or mm -hmm. kind of mid nineties. And he had, uh, gone over there and opened the first American, uh, bookstore and coffee shop in Prague. And so, wow. so he kept saying, you gotta come, you gotta come, you know? And, and I asked him what kind of culture shock he you know, that I should expect when I get there. And he said, no, 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 you're not going to have culture shock getting here. It's going to be when you go back home. And I just thought that was so odd, you know, and, um, yeah. And I experienced that full blown when I, when I came back to the United States and, um, I was gone, it was my first trip overseas and I was gone for three months. Um, and I, probably wouldn't do that again <laughs> unless I was a lot younger. Right. But um, yeah, so it really kind of turned my world upside down. Um, this was before internet. It was before smartphones, you know, all of that. And so it was traveling was a real different experience then. Um, it was, it was, it was a little bit intimidating to be quite honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. When you when you came home from that trip, uh, how did it feel to get back to the states? Um, so I flew into um, Boston and had to uh, go through customs, and um, it was raining, and uh, there was some construction going on, and so we were they were trying to sort of get us to. Uh, catch some sort of shuttle to a different part of the airport. And, mm -hmm. and so we were, we were standing out in the rain because there was no cover at the bus stop. And it all just seemed like, you know, the thing that really hit me was just uh, poor design and inefficiency. <laughs> yeah. You know, big time. Um, gotcha. Yeah. What was it like being just out of the, uh, I guess I wouldn't know what it felt like to be living in the America in the 90s, but I mean, how did it feel to escape that for, for as long as you did? Um, well, at that, I mean, during that time, I, I got an artist grant from the Dallas Museum of Art. It was a travel grant. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so, uh, so it allowed me to um, go over there, make some work. Um, it was like, I don't know, the, that summer was, you know, 
just all the huge art fairs like Documenta and, and uh, Sculpture Project and the Venice okay. Biennale and just kind of just Art Basel. It just went on and on and on. And um, it had a really uh, almost reverse effect. Like I saw so much art um, that I was not inspired. I, I was like, what could I possibly add to this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, it's a bit daunting. It was really, yeah. And I, I didn't, uh, I didn't produce, um, I kind of quit painting for a long time after that and, and got in more to the business of art. And so I ended up opening an art gallery for about 10 years. And, um, and then when I closed that, it was sort of like, it was sort of like, I just, my dad's a sculptor. And so I, 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 um, kind of hit a wall with all things visual Okay. and, um, and, you know, I was, I was like, it was like when I hit 50, right. And I thought I've got to do, so, I've just got to do something different, you know, and completely change this up. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's, uh, audio. Um, I just really started listening to a lot of podcasts, um, a couple years ago and, uh, just really have found it fascinating on a lot of different levels. Totally. Which podcasts did you that did you listen to that really got you into it? If you don't mind me asking, yeah, I think uh, you know, I think the first um, podcast that I listened to was Tim Ferriss, and okay, yep. uh, I, I you know honestly I can't remember how I got into that. I think you know I had read Four Hour Week Work Week or something, you know that, and and so I I kind of followed him. Previously, and I, and I sort of knew what he was about, um, but I was just kind of blown away at what, you know, this it, podcasts are weird. It's like you get this sort of access that you wouldn't normally get to people like for, for right. you know, somebody who was maybe like, I don't know, stuck in some rural area, you know, could learn about what it's like to live in different parts of the world by listening to expat sandwich. Right. Right. And right. For me, it was like, uh, with Tim Ferriss, it was, it was, um, you know, kind of getting access to, you know, like people like Tony Robbins and, and just, you know, sort of highly performing people and how do they do that and what are their days like? So, so yeah, that really drew me in. Now you've been doing the podcast since uh, it was it towards the end of 2016. Actually, you know, or was it before that? No, there was some. I made some sort of error on the upload. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> the wrong date registered, but um, oh okay, gotcha. It, yeah, it mid mid February is when I launched. Okay. Yeah. And and so I mean. How's it been going so far? Has it been fun to do, and uh, has the reception been pretty good? Yeah, it's been good. It's been real interesting. I, you know, um, I uh, from the gallery, I have a lot of uh, kind of art world contacts, and so um, some of those are are woven in. Um, like an artist that I used to show moved to New Zealand and that's been a really popular episode. 
And um, one of the things that um, kind of keeps it fresh is that, you know, everybody's situation is, is different. And I guess I could, you know, have kind of a cookie cut, excuse me, cookie cutter format, but I really like hearing where, where they, where they take these things. So there's a, there's a whole lot of like, um, I guess, space that I give uh, during those interviews to, to just let them sort of move around and, and, and see, see what comes out. Oh, I, I um, so, so uh, one of the interesting things has been, um, I, uh, it's, it's really kind of been word of mouth. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think only one person that I've interviewed is somebody that I knew previously. Um, and so that's, that's been, that's been really interesting. And people are now starting to get in touch with me and, you know, saying that they've heard the podcast and they live at like, I just was contacted by a girl that uh, lives in Shanghai that I think is teaching like English as a second language. Um, but she sounds really interesting. And so, you know, I'll follow up and, and, you know, see what her story is, but you know, it's, it's really fun because after you've talked to somebody like these things usually last about an hour and a half, two hours and people, people really um, have been, um, very generous in, in sharing themselves and their story. And so um, at the end of it, you kind of feel like you have this bond. <laughs> right. And, and you know, and, and sort of like this byproduct of doing this is that I'm kind of creating this like international network of people that I know. And so when I... Uh -huh decide where I'm going to go travel next, you know, I might look these people up and let them, let them show me around. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was actually going to ask, um, you've had those, those people on from different areas. Have, have they uh, influenced um, any places that you've just really wanted to go to now after hearing about their stories at the, at the places? Uh, I'm, I'm really intrigued with, I've, I've never been to Africa and mm -hmm. You know, I don't even really even consider myself that well traveled, um, and I, I kind of consider myself an expat wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, I'm uh, currently taking uh, French, and um, don't ask me to say anything in French because I won't be able <laughs> to. But, um, but yeah, that's that's sort of a dream of mine is to. Um, live in the south of France, um, you know, for a year or two, or depending on the uh, stability or instability of what's going on here, right? Right, right. And I have to say that that, that um, had a little bit to do with, you know, the election had actually quite a bit to do with um, what direction I decided to head with as far as deciding what the podcast was going to be about. Mm-hmm. Because I think, you know, just moving to Canada or Mexico is like such a default for, you know, people how we say. think here, right? Because yeah. they're just easy and close. But, um, you know, there's some really great places.
places to live other, you know, across the pond too. Um, I don't think I have really much else over here. Is there, uh, is there anything else you'd like to talk about or mention? I don't. I'm just, I'm kind of blown away by just this like explosion in this industry just in the last, gosh, just in the last six months, you know, it seemed like, um, there was a lot of sort of indies. Um, and then, you know, like this American life and Gimlet and, and, um, you know, um, all these sort of like podcast networks have sprung up like overnight and it's, it's, it's been really interesting to watch and I'm, I'm glad, I'm really glad to see growth, um, in this area. One of the things that I've been, I guess, one of the things I think I was the most nervous about is like my age and, and all of my friends (laughs) that are my age, when I told them what I was doing, they were like, what, what, what is that? What's a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, you know, like my audience is like uh, not know how to even, you know, plug into this on their phone. Right. And um, what's been interesting is that my audience is pretty much the 25 to 35 uh, year old demographic, which sort of makes sense in a way. I mean, they are sort of at that perfect age to be traveling the world. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of great to see that actually. Do, did you want to shout out like your social media and website real fast and where to find your podcast? Sure. Um, let's see. You can find us on iTunes, uh, Expat Sandwich and we're on Twitter and Instagram at expat sandwich. And we're also on Facebook forward slash expat sandwich. And then I'm Marty Walker and, and you can find me at the T H E Marty Walker on Twitter. Make sure you listen to a few more episodes from expat sandwich, or at least check them out and see if they've talked about any areas that you'd really like to travel to. I know, um, some of the things that she's talked about with different people have been really insightful and, um, obviously they've probably been picked up by travel blogs, um, uh, these certain places, but only the people that are brought onto the show really know some of these secrets, as you would say, or just different cultural things that, um, you wouldn't think about. And, I think it's really worth listening to. So again, check out Expat Sandwich at expatsandwich.com. And from there, you can check out all of their social media. Well, I have to sign off now. This is the part where I say this is the end of the show. Unfortunately, this is the end of the show. <laughs> um, I appreciate you listening and tuning your dials into podcast of the day. I really appreciate it. If you want to go follow me on Twitter, feel free. Um, I, you can follow me at P-O-T-D Anchor, and then you can also call into the station and talk to me about podcasts or anything else that you've been, that's been on your mind about the show or anything like that. Feel free to call in and use that feature as much as you'd like. Also, um, we do have a, obviously, a podcast coming up tomorrow. Um, I wanted to preview it a little bit. Um, it's going to be about, how do I say it without spoiling it? Technological advances. Um, and I'm going to leave it at that. So huge human technological advances. And I'm going to leave it at that. 
Um, it's, 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 I hope it's intriguing for you. I know I'm leaving a lot out. So make sure you tune in tomorrow. Um, same place right here, podcast of the day. So I'll see you then. Catch you later.